tags, no tags. Hey, what is up, good people? Welcome to a brand new episode of The Midnight Drop. I'm your host, Jordan Malone. Thanks for stopping by. It's always great to have you guys here on a new episode. And with me, as always, is Trey. What's up, my guy? What's good, my guy? How great. Not much. Good to be having you here on your third straight episode. I know. So it's good to be having you here. Wish I had you last weekend. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's all I good. got crazy. <laughs> no, it's all good. It's all good. You, <laughs> We talked about it anyway, yeah. so you're fine. But it's always great to have you here. It's always great to have you guys here. It's always wonderful to actually get on here and have our podcast just blasting away today we're just gonna have a really chill day we're gonna be talking about that new batman deleted scene that broke the internet today and we're just gonna kind of go with the flow of any movies we've saw we've seen talk about some things on our minds and that's about it it's been pretty much an interesting week say that right now but as always i'm your host jordan malone here at the midnight drive we talk about movie and tv show reviews and we have commentaries such as life politics pop culture and everything else going on in our lives as well if you want to listen to us more you can go to go into the following platforms down below in the comments section and in the info box and if you want to follow us on instagram you can follow us at official underscore tmd podcast or my personal 615 underscore chill and they can follow trey at ege underscore king trey with k-x-n-g-t-r-e-y yes and if you want to go ahead and follow us more, you can go look at our current episodes, both audio and video, at www.midnightdrop.com, where you can find all types of cool goodies. With that being said... I like the goodies. <laughs> we all like the goodies. Oh, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> what you mean by that? <laughs> hey, what you mean by that? It's funny because you look kind of like Drewski's twin brothers, so you can actually say that. What do you mean by that? <laughs> Oh no! Uh, I rephrased that. I fucked that up. Everything was going so smooth till I just got I to that. It was good until. <laughs> Why would you say that? Listen, you said goodies, and I I got interested in the goodies, but then you was like, "We like all the goodies." And I was like, "Well, I don't know if we like well, all the goodies." Well, if we like all the goodies. Uh, with the ex- no, I, I can't. We, we like some. Goodies. <laughs> we like. No. Look, we just like food. That's all we like. Oh, okay. <laughs> all right. Why are we talking about food? <laughs> nah. <laughs> I was going to make a joke. I'm not going to say that joke. Oh. Because, you know. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, shit. <laughs> I was going to say. Uh... <laughs> no. Fuck it. <laughs> Fuck it. Fuck it. <laughs> you know them, them chips, them pirate booty chips? Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> No, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> oh my no, god, <laughs> that won't be necessary. <laughs> Don't appreciate it's it. It's kind of funny because you got a Jesus over everything. Yeah, right? man. You know what I'm saying? Coming in with the hoodie with the quotes and shout everything. out FCA when I did in high school. And then they come to our. They, they came to my middle school. They tried to get everybody to come on too. Yeah, that was funny. Was it good? Was it a good program? I, I um, it had the potential to be a great program. So like I joined um, Because You didn't necessarily need to be an athlete To join Fellowship of Christian Athletes Yeah At the time I joined I was Yeah But um, the current president Well not the current president now But the president at the time I'm not going to say his name uh, He kind of was like Yeah I don't feel like doing it anymore So you should do it And I was like I 
don't know what's happening. I literally just joined. Wait, 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 wait. He was asking you to like be the president or some shit. He didn't ask me. He dropped it on me and he said, "I'm quitting." And we're talking about like someone like your age around that time, right? Yeah. Okay. He's exact same grade as me. Because I was like, I'm not joining. Because I'm thinking of president. I'm thinking of like just the old dude that's like running everything. He's like, you know, I don't want to do it anymore. No, 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 no. No, (laughs) No, just the president for a specific chapter of high school. Okay, because I was about to say, I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, he, he, he emailed me. He didn't even talk to me about it. He just emailed me. He was like, yeah, I'm not doing it anymore. You're doing it. I, was like, <laughs> I don't even know what's going on. I just joined. I just know Jesus is life and football is football. What the fuck? I don't I know was like, I don't know what's going on. I I just know they came in middle school. They came in high school. I didn't really care as much. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was in that program in middle school, Backfield Emotion. Yeah. But I, I left after like one year. Because I did not like the vibe. It was like, I was always, I like, they kind of looked at me crazy because I didn't play football all too well or basketball, but, like, I had, like, really good grades and stuff. Yeah. I had, like, A's and B's, and I'm like, I could have done better, but y'all mm-hmm. look at me like this is, like, I'm the god, and then people tutoring me were kind of ass, so mm-hmm. I was like, Mom, I got to get the fuck out of here. Yeah. So Backfield Emotion is a tutoring program? Backfield, oh, I never did it. Backfield Emotion is a program that they kind of take, like, kids, like, around middle school and I, I think maybe elementary school, mm-hmm. and they kind of just give them, like, opportunities. It's like an after-school program. Like, make sure you yeah. get kids off the streets. Yeah. After school, they'll come in, do their homework. They'll kind of learn lessons. Mm-hmm. They'll play sports like football or basketball. And then they'll be probably at, like, community centers. Yeah. And, you know, I'm not trying to say, like, the program – that I was in was like terrible. It was, it was a cool program because I've, as I've grown up, I've kind of seen the people who've run it. And it's just like, you know what? It did provide a benefit of me just not being bored and getting me yeah. off the street. And, you know, I'm not going to lie. I did get be- better at basketball by playing. Mm-hmm. Cause I was like, I was like a well, defensive anchor rebounding type of guy. It's yeah. like, damn, Jordan's was pretty good. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I think Mikel Mikel went to the same middle school as me and you know him. Yeah. And uh when he found out I got better at basketball, he's like, Hey, there's no fucking way. Ain't no fucking way right now. <laughs> he's so tight. Because it was just because people started saying, like, Oh, you suck at basketball and he real mm-hmm. and I was like, Jordan came in and then they were finally like, Oh, Jordan's actually pretty good. He actually plays defense or boxes out. Yeah. And I think that was a year like I was supposed to I, I tried out for the middle school team. I didn't get it because I wasn't popular enough in the science teacher's eyes. I was like, yeah. fuck. Mm. But no, no. No, yeah. My high school basketball dreams after that, I was like, yeah, yeah, fuck high school basketball. That was a whole different beast. Yeah. I think Mikhail tried. You remember when Mikhail threw that whole lie? You don't remember that? I don't even know if it was a lie or not. I think he was telling the truth. He made the basketball team. However, he was only getting like a minute of playing time. Mm-hmm. And then he just said, oh, fuck it, I ain't doing this no more. He went straight to wrestling. Because Mikel, swear to God, he said he was the GOAT of basketball. I don't know. I've only played with Mikel like a few times. So I wouldn't I wouldn't personally know. I know when um, that might be true, honestly. Because mm-hmm. when we were there, I know... Doc Sheldon was coaching. Yeah, and he's, <laughs> she is the creamer to my coffee. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's a old, he's a very old school coach. Is he? Yeah, Doc Sheldon's an old school coach. No, is he all right though? Any word on him? Um, because I'm not gonna lie, I thought about him one time when I was like talking about high school basketball with my dad and some of my friends, and I was like, yeah, I wonder if Doc Sheldon's all right, especially with like the pandemic and stuff. I'm not sure. I don't I, know. I hope he's all right because I because he's a. 
I think he's he he's a really good like he he's a like a well known ba- high school basketball coach. In, yeah, in Nashville. Yeah, so. he he made it to the um, Tennessee Hall of Fame. Oh, that's good. Yeah, like Middle Tennessee Hall of Fame, one of them. Yeah, because he you know led uh, MLK to like a national uh, state championship and. Mm-hmm. And then he's well, he was a good coach, a great coach, he great, yeah, great coach. Great yeah, coach. he's a good guy too. Oh, awesome! Him, guy. him and my dad were friends growing up. Yeah, my dad knew him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's funny because it's like all the old heads know our dads, and it's just like yeah, you know him, man. He's a legend. It's just like I don't, know. I don't know this. Man. I don't know who the fuck <laughs> you this know guy this is. <laughs> I this is my first time seeing. Him. I've never. I don't know who the fuck this is. <laughs> I don't know this. Who is this man? <laughs> he's a legend. I, where does that say? <laughs> I know nothing about him. It's no. my first time meeting him. Right. <laughs> it's the same thing. How I felt like I felt that way for like the first couple of years of MOK, and then mm-hmm. when I started actually understanding the history of not only the school but like. Black ten- black Nashville, I got really, really interested in it. Yeah. Because MLK as a whole, like, it has this interesting history to where it had three different locations. And then, like, the second location, I get, like, no, 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 the location they have currently, they intentionally put it there in between, like, near Fisk and TSU because they were trying to promote post-secondary education to, mm-hmm. like, the black students. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that's actually really dope. That's good. Mm-hmm. Especially since MLK now, that building is where the site of old um, Pearl what used to be. Yeah. Um, and I know Pearl Cone is a school in Nashville. But it used to be two separate schools a while back. It used to be Pearl and it used to be Cone. And MLK currently is at the site of where old Pearl used to be. Mm-hmm. So there's some historical background. Yeah. Some right there too. Yeah, I think my that's what my dad said. Like that's why some of the old heads hate MLK. I was mm-hmm. like, I don't think that's true, but I don't <laughs> I don't know why they would hate it. I don't know. My whole family went to um that school, that building pers- uh, particularly. I know my um I think my great aunt and my grandmother and I think they graduated from there. Oh pretty yeah. Sure. That's family ties to that school also. Yeah, my dad just went to Pearl Cone. He's known a good amount of the history. It's like, mm-hmm. and then I've gone to MLK, and then, you know, they just make it like MLKs. It's like, you go there. It's just like, yeah, you're doing really well or something like yeah. that. Like, your parents are doing a really good job. And you mm-hmm. graduate from MLK, it's like, hey, good shit. Yeah. You're doing something. So, yeah. School was insanely fucking hard, though. <laughs> It was definitely rigorous, but I would say it did prepare me for what college would be because it prepared me for like the studies. Yeah, definitely the studies. Because in some instances, for me, college was easier than MLK was. Yeah, because I don't know, like you, the people who are wanting to be engineers would complain so much about some of the engineering classes y'all took. See, and that's the thing, though. I didn't take any engineering classes at MLK. I did not take a single one. That's funny because I, I remember like there was a people in my class who were complaining about taking like this engineering course. Mm-hmm. They were just like, "Oh, they're dropping out! They're dropping out!" Not like a MOK. Some would drop out of MOK, but others would just be like, "I'm gonna just take regular classes and yeah, move on, yeah. get the fuck out of my life." Yeah. Looking back on it, oh, there was a couple things I wish I did. Looking back on it, looking back on it, I wish I did take those engineering classes because when I got to um, when I got to Lipscomb in the engineering college, it felt like some people were so far ahead of me. In terms of just basic engineering knowledge. Mm-hmm. And I was like starting from scratch. Mm-hmm. Trying to like learn. Yeah. I get that. Mm-hmm. I do get that. I mean. I I just felt like I was behind the curve. I felt like I was fucking up in a lot of my classes. It, it only took till like. The only 
best years in terms of grade wise at MOK I felt like was my freshman year mm-hmm. because that that was a hot shitty mess for <laughs> the beginning of the first half of it. But then later on, I, I actually caught on. I was like, great. Mm-hmm. And then senior year was that because senior year was when I had some. Senior year, I, no, I won't even say senior year. I think like some part of junior year, I had a great time because I was getting like A's and I was doing great stuff. And then yeah. the ACT score came back. I got like a fucking twenty seven. Everybody was, my parents were shocked. I was, mm-hmm. they were like, the fuck? <laughs> it's like, how are you smarter than us? It's like, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I just live my life. <laughs> I was studying my ass for that test too. But mm-hmm. like, yeah, sophomore year and parts of junior year and senior year, I was. Fuck. It's like sophomore year, especially with geometry, mm-hmm. and then junior year, parts of it was like the physics course. You know, a physics teacher, he left. Well, he he had to go get back surgery. Yeah. And then just, oof. Yeah. Yeah, man. We, that new teacher came in. It was a young dude. Mm-hmm. Uh, great outlook on life. Wanted to be a teacher to help the youth. Yeah. Uh, after two weeks and Deshaun Diggs dan- <laughs> dancing on the table, he said, fuck it. I'm out. <laughs> we had a couple of teachers that showed up, young teachers, and they were like, this is crazy. I'm not staying. <laughs> I and I felt so bad because it's like, they weren't bad teachers. They weren't. They just had a bad class of students. <laughs> there were like, there were like three, there are some crazy moments I remember from high school. Like um, that one time I heard about, it was somebody in your class and uh, it was like in a chemistry course. Somebody said, somebody called him a nigga. Said the N word, some old chemistry professor, not Miss Collins. Miss Collins was fire. No, it wasn't Miss Collins. Definitely wasn't Miss Collins. Ms. Collins was fucking fire. I'm not sure. It I don't remember most dude. of my teachers. Do you remember? To be the, honest with you, you don't remember most of them. I don't. I only remember the ones I liked, like Mr. <laughs> Harbor and Bond Trigger and Tidyman and Campbell. Oh, Tidyman was fire. Miss Sample. Miss uh, Miss Sample and Mr. Tidyman are getting married. Horror? Yeah. <laughs> oh wait, I forgot. There were jokes about they were getting together and stuff. Yeah, and they're they're getting married now. Shit, how old are they now? <laughs> um, she was uh mid twenties when I was in school. So she's probably close to the thirty. Miss Sample is. That is crazy. Mr. Tideman probably. I don't see. I don't know how old Mr. Tideman is. Because when I got there, they were already talking about how long he's been there. Yeah. Cause he was the goat. Yeah, I I have to apologize because there was one time I made I slow clapped and made fun of somebody. He said, "No, you don't mm-hmm. do that shit here." And I was just like, "Sorry," <laughs> and I and I felt really bad growing mm-hmm. up after that. I was like, "Damn, I was a dick." But that was like a. But knowing who the person was, I was like, maybe. But I was like, no, I was a dick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Can't justify that. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that's good for them, though. Congratulations for them. Oh, no. Shout out to them. Shout out to them, man. Shout out to them. The shackles of marriage. Got them both. The shackles of marriage. <laughs> nah. Um, I need to um, catch up with Miss Sample. Uh, she uh, played a big role in me being part of engineering in yeah. college, too. I just need to find a way. I don't necessarily want to go back and, like, visit the school. There's like a couple of teachers I would like to catch up with. Yeah. Just to in general. Yeah. Miss Miss Collins is real chill. Mm-hmm. I remember seeing her at my old job at Casa with like I don't know if it was her girlfriend at the time or someone she was dating or a wife or something. Yeah. I just saw her. She was macking it. She looked she dressed better and she was macking better than most of the guys at our school. Mm-hmm. Cause she was just 
I, I was just like, man, you were fucking dope. And she, every Friday, every Friday, she come in with a fit. Mm-hmm. It's like she wouldn't wear OG Jordans all the time, but like the shoe she brought in was like, oh, that's pretty nice. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> remember the parent? No, no, the faculty student game. Miss Collins was playing it. She played Power Forward. <laughs> I For, think I remember First time of my life I was playing she, I tried to play Some post defense She said Bitch hit my face Oh shit Fuck <laughs> And then she get, And then she She made the shot She said You better get You get into the weight room Bitch and I was just like Oh <laughs> Like she said what? She said that Everyone was so loud But it's like You better get in the weight room Bitch And I was like Miss Collins No <laughs> What? <laughs> and that day on, I decided I gotta get in the weight room. I, I guess I gotta get in the weight room, bro. She had like hidden muscle, and I was like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> I was like, "What?" And I was mm. like, "Oh shit, I gotta catch up." Yeah, I thought I was. I thought I had something and I was like, "No." <laughs> What? Oh my Wait, room. <laughs> this is a pos- this is this what is abuse. <laughs> this is not positive reinforcement. Street street rules, bitch. Oh god. Oh god. Man, but she was fired up. Mm-hmm. Um there was that one time. Um anatomy teacher in my senior year. Anatomy teacher. Uh she left like <laughs> towards like the third, fourth quarter. She left towards the end of the third quarter and then we didn't come back at the fourth quarter. Cause she uh, cut her hand and it turned purple and turns out she, uh, her hand got infected and she was like 70 some years old. Oh, 70. Ooh. She said, uh, the N word in front of everybody. Cause she said, I've been listening to you guys young music. And there's so many times they say, nigga, nigga, nigga. And I was like, uh, and <laughs> it just got so people got so reactive to it. But I, honestly, it was just one of those cases of, yeah, you're just fucking old. You just you don't know any better. <laughs> like, I'm disappointed, but I'm not surprised. Like, I know some people got hot. Yo, you can't be saying that over here, man. I can't believe this shit. This old white bitch trying to say nigga in the classroom. Mm-hmm. I was over here just like, I need to get out of here. Yeah, <laughs> this is funny, but mm-hmm. this is sad. Yeah, I, I and she said what? And then she it got worse because she started she started saying saying <laughs> she started saying like. My great grandfather, my great grandfather, was like the coach of the 1958 Ohio State team that finally allowed black people in their team. I was like, "Are you trying to justify you're not racist?" <laughs> what? We- I have a black friend. I can't be racist. I listen to your hip hop. I listen to your music. I was just stating that they say nigga a lot. You know, <laughs> at that point, when they're that old. And you're kind of just like, if the racism is built in, it's built in. That's I don't even think teach. she. I don't even think she was like racist like that. But it's like she I, probably wasn't. She probably just like just nonsensical. Just like thought she was. It was okay. Oh, I don't know. I don't know why she <laughs> thought it was okay. But but she like, got mad. Air blue like we're all going outside. Mm-hmm. We're all going outside to cool our heads off. And I was left. And then, but, like, pe- but people started leaving before it? she said that. Uh-huh. And she was like, Mister Malone. Mr. Malone, come back inside. I said, no, I got to use the bat. I got, I got, I got, I got shit. I got mm-hmm. shit. And then I just left and I just called my friend. I said, hey, it's just, she over here, Mrs. So-and-so just called, said the word nigga. Mm-hmm. I don't think she racist like that, but I think she dumb. Yeah. <laughs> and then when she started saying the Ohio State team, it was like, she might be a little racist. <laughs> because I was like, 
Just a little bit. I have. She said, I have black friends. One of my best friends is black. I was like, what does that mean? I don't give a fuck. If Jasmine <laughs> is your best friend. What does that mean? I don't care. Like. Maybe you're not racist to them, <laughs> but, but in general, <laughs> I was just like, what? You're an idiot. <laughs> you're a moron. You're a fool. <laughs> you dumbass. Literally. Like, <laughs> no, I, I'm, I'm glad I haven't, I didn't experience any of that with any of my teachers. No, I, yeah, I just, high school is a, is a trip, mm-hmm. but I, I am grateful for my time. Of it. Like you've known. Some of the crazy things that's happened. Like, yeah. you've been there. Yeah. But I also think the thing, the crazy, the reason I think the craziness happens so often is because either they challenged us so much that we get burned out and we just have to do something just like to get. Well, there's that. I was talking about like the social. Out. Or just like in general. Some of the kids were just so smart they'd get bored easily. Yeah, because to be honest, and I and I was talking about the social aspect of mm-hmm. high school life. But yeah, you're right though. It's like a lot of the kids, a lot of people in my class and your class, they were actively smart. Yeah, though they, they weren't dumb they, people. They were just kind bored, <laughs> bored and kind of lazy. But yeah, <laughs> and kind of lazy and bored. Yeah, <laughs> and it was just like, but they still stuck it out. Yeah, honestly, they're not dumb. I don't think any, I. Maybe a couple people I could think were like, mm, you might be dumb. But <laughs> most of the people there, I'm like, they're not dumb people. Yeah, like it was cool to see everybody gang up on that, on two guys who, when we had that mock election, it was like, mm-hmm. yeah, like between Trump and Hillary. And it was just like two people vote for Trump and one of them was in my classroom and <laughs> he got Flanked. Mm-hmm. I was I and he was my friend mm-hmm. and I told and I told him I I just genuinely asked him why would you vote for Trump and he was just like well I just feel like Hillary's just not the best person and I just Trump's gonna do something to where he's a businessman I can understand him and at the time I could understand him with Hillary because Hillary with Benghazi and all the other bullshit and I was just like listen this is a losing battle mm-hmm. it's like. Like we just what we experienced last year. Yeah, there were no winners. Twenty twenty, there's no winners. So. There was no winners. So at this point, it's just like okay, you pick who you pick, but yeah, you pick the lesser of two evils, and the less and the lesser evil was Hillary. Mm-hmm. And I don't think we knew that at the time. Yeah. Well, I don't think they knew that at the time. They didn't know that. They didn't know that. But he he got his wish. He he went. He didn't boast around when Trump won. He just said, "Oh yeah, okay, cool, mm-hmm. Trump won." And the other person who. That voted for Trump He started going crazy But he didn't come to school For the next couple of days So I don't uh, know But <laughs> Donald Trump Is such Like A polarizing figure And it's It's crazy Because like I have never seen A group of people Just Gather around One man Or like put So much belief Into one person It's almost like They're idolizing him it's like a little bit. I am a god. Like yeah, it's like they're making him into this this figurehead, the prophet. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, because it's just and it's like yeah. this is a political. This is a businessman, first off, and he's a political figure. And really, as you, I'm Christian, so I, I only believe I only believe in one God, one Son, one Holy Spirit. <laughs> you gonna do that? You gonna do that, Brandon? I'm, I'm just you saying. See this? You see this cry across? I'm just saying. I'm a Christian. <laughs> I'm just saying. I just want to let it be known. No, it's okay. But like, though, 
personally, I hate I I hate it, and I don't like using the word hate, but I hate it because just it's, they pretty much idolize this man, and pretty much making him into this this prophet, this messiah type character that's going to lead them to this place. Which, but this is a mortal, and he only has so much power. Yeah, and it's not like he can control how everyone else in the world reacts. Yeah, I just I find it annoying that. Those were four years of his presidency. We dealt with so much bullshit. And everybody kept making so many excuses for him, and it was just no. Like he, he shut down the government. Mm-hmm. He incited a riot. Um, he incited multiple riots. Actually, yeah. He made executive orders that were just borderline racist, xenophobic, mm-hmm. Islamophobic, transphobic. I mean, and when it came down to the economy, people were like, "Well, the economy got better." No, he took over Obama's economy. Mm-hmm. Because it actually started stimulating in the second term. Mm-hmm. And then over time, like Donald Trump economy either stabilized it for the first two years or made it go under. And then around the, his final year with COVID, he had a chance to keep the economy stabilized. Mm-hmm. But he didn't do it because he was acting like a dumbass. And he was trying to play favorites and trying, yeah. to, trying to play his part being a Republican. And it's just like you're, mm-hmm. you're being a total d- <laughs> dumbass. He thinks he's superhuman. He, he thinks. And then what... You could talk shit as much as you want about Donald Trump. You can have your things, but my my whole problem with his is the people mm. uh, who supported him and who idolized him, and that actually kind of goes into something that happened this week, which was mm. the Supreme Court Justice Kentaja Brown that got appointed. And I tell you, man, the tomfoolery, <laughs> bro, the bullshit that went into this whole entire. Uh, we are uh, getting a master class into how <laughs> black women are treated in America. And this ain't, and this ain't, we ain't trying to say this for clout. We ain't trying to say this to, you know, to say like, oh yeah, like we're for black women. No, like this is, this is some actual bullshit. No, this is terrible. And we are for black women, first off, before we go any further. (laughs) But yeah, no, it's terrible what they've been doing to her. And like, it's on, it's on public display. First time I seen a white man get so angry like a black man. And I rooted for that. I was Mm -hmm. just like. Because Kataja, Kataja Brown's uh, husband, who had to sit down and see all of that, yeah, that's some bullshit. How do you go? How do you take a children's book, mm-hmm. misconstrue it, and say, "Would you believe that babies are racist?" <laughs> what? What? <laughs> yeah, and then you go in and you challenge her at all these things, and she's so calm, cool, and collected, and you try to make it to where she's an aggressive black woman. But mm-hmm. in all honesty, I, it's just stupid. But mm-hmm. also. I'm going to I'm going to put this out there because I'm not going to make it seem like I'm totally one-sided even though the side I'm opposed to is dumb as hell. Yeah. It did seem like that entire this entire week has been hey, remember me when I become president mm-hmm. because with uh, Cory Booker going in and acting super crazy, acting extra when it came down to, you know, it's so great to have a black woman, an educated black woman become a Supreme Court justice and then making everything about him. I'm just like Oh, shut the fuck up. We can mm-hmm. get her on the stage. And then after that, you got other people grant politically grandstanding, trying to make their case for president for 2024. Yeah. Republicans trying to push her buttons. It's just like at some point you feel for her and you got to ask the question, are you sure you want this position? You sure mm-hmm. you want this job? Because some bullshit. I, I think she, I think she's built for it. But this she's is, built. it's it's just crazy how people people are responding to her. And just ask, asking just 
ob- so obscure questions. Freaking what? our our representative, what's her name? Marsha Blackburn. Oh, that bitch. <laughs> That, yeah. that I don't even remember exactly what she said, but what I remember she, she asked her something. I was like, "What she say? What? What she say? What did she?" No, I got a laptop right here it, connected it, to Bluetooth. It was um, I got it right here. Hold yeah, on. she she had asked her something crazy, and I was like, Cause "How does that Bla- make sense?" Because Marsha Blackburn is one of those people. I'm sorry if you're a Marsha Blackburn supporter. I'm just say it right now. She, she's a fossil, bro. She like. Oh my god, she—I don't even know how long she, she's been our representative. But like, bro. she's been people. People try to say like, oh, she's like one of the first black, female representatives. I'm like, okay, but still, cool. But she's oh, been it for a hell while. Hell no. What she ask her? You would say today, Marsha Blackburn asking Kentaja Kentaja Brown Jackson to define woman. Science says there's no simple answer. Yeah, she asked her. She was like, "How do you define oh, a woman?" Was, and she was, was like, "I'm of, a judge, not a biologist." <laughs> oh yeah, no. In the 13th hour of Judge Kentaja Brown Jackson confirmation here on Tuesday, Senator Marsha Blackburn asked the Supreme Court nominee, "Can you provide a definition for the word woman?" Uh, no, let me say it in her voice. Can you divide? Can you provide a definition for the word woman? Jackson, appearing confused, responded. I'm not a biologist. <laughs> and yeah, like, what are you asking me? <laughs> like, I'm the, a judge. <laughs> Blackburn chided me? Jackson, claiming, the fact that you can't give me a straight answer about something as fundamental as what a woman is underscores the dangers of the kind of progressive education that we are hearing about. But what the fuck? <laughs> she just told you, I'm not a biologist. I can't give you that answer. And the... It, <laughs> These old freaking you old fucking folkies <laughs> like these old fools, bro. We need to get them out. We need to vote them out. Yeah, it's it, it, and she's only saying this. Let me move this to the side. Yeah, she's only saying this because of what's been going on with the transgender swimmer that you know caused a lot of you know controversy and mm-hmm. you know fr- quite frankly that's a whole conversation itself. Yeah, that's a whole different conversation. But it, it's literally. You know, again, we're not a we're not a political co- podcast, but I told you we do commentary on politics and on life and everything. And I'll say this right now: I feel like politics in general in the U.S. is bullshit. They are because it's it's just it's just like you know rooting for football or for a sport. Mm-hmm. Everyone has their sides. No one has common ground or some sort of middle ground to it. Mm-hmm. It's all about I play for this side and yeah, it's always this side is better than the other side instead of let's make a better America. <laughs> it's it's kind of funny just how like we always talk about we want to be united as a nation, but we're divided as fuck. Yeah. Like we have people that are trying to say my opinion is better. Shut up. Yeah. <laughs> and there's no type of there's just so much discourse. There's no type of like it's middle not ground. Efficient, here. then that's not effective. <laughs> it's not. It's like it's, it's, it doesn't make any sense. Like we could talk about the GOP and say all the bullshit that they're done, mm-hmm. all the craziness, and how people believe in certain things about what America should be, and it's just like that's for a certain group of people, right? And it's not for everybody, right? And at the same time, we can talk shit about Democrats because it's like you have a lot of policies that are great for everybody, mm-hmm. that are great for people. And Democrats also, that's what I'm saying, I, I'm, I don't want to be biased, but like 
Democrats also like to pander to they young people to and pander. black people, people of color, just in general. And they automatically assume that they're going to get the people of color vote. You're not. Just because they're not Republican. Yeah. Because, but, like, they don't do anything to, like, get the vote, to earn it. Yeah. And let's just be honest. Like, there are some great Democrats out there. There are people who do their due diligence. But mm-hmm. if we have to be real, there are some out there that are just bullshitting. Uh, mayor, uh, the mayor in Chicago, she's, I think she's the mayor or the governor, Mayor Lightfoot or whatever. Mm-hmm. She be, bleh, the way how she kind of handles mm-hmm. some things, I question it. Uh, what's going on in California? That's a little, that's really weird. like the mayor of Baltimore, I think. The man. black man. I don't really like him. Oh yeah. He's not doing a good job either. Yeah. It, it, you know, and that's, that's what I'm saying. You got to make your own opinion. Do vote for people who have your best interest in mind, no matter what the party is. Right. You know, if and that's you, why you should do your research and not just, Oh, Democrat vote. Oh, Republican <laughs> vote. No. And then sometimes when people do their research, it gets in there. All right, cool. Going to go there, right there. So from this Facebook post right here, mm-hmm. and see, that's the thing. It's not hard to find the information from a credible source. Tennessee literally has, it's either Tennessee or Nashville literally has an app that you can see every um every political person's um agenda. Uh-huh. And they just have it spelled out literally what they want to do when they're in office. Yeah. You can just read that and be like, oh okay. I I did that last time. Last uh last poll, I was like, I have no idea who to vote for. I downloaded the app, I read through it real quick, I'm like, oh I like this, oh I like this. I'm gonna pick them. Yeah, yeah, and try and, and it's good to figure out like what their stances mean to you and to everybody else. Yeah, because people like to pick politicians in certain offices. Ooh, excuse me. Mm-hmm. Certain people like to pick certain people in offices uh, in certain positions because it it like is it going to affect me or not? If it doesn't affect me, no problem. Yeah. But think about all the other people it'll affect. Right. And all the craziness. Yeah. I mean, just. Think about all that because people are inherently selfish. Yeah. And it, it, I mean, it's just sad to kind of just think about some of the people that are in power like now, like the governor, governors in the South, they're bullshit, mm-hmm. passing laws like Florida, like the, the oh my God, the, the, I mean, Tennessee, Texas, Florida, and Georgia. Oh my God. Those mm-hmm. are some fucking poor state the bullshit states mm-hmm. and it's sad that every time i i go to atlanta i'm cro- i'm going i'm crossing the georgia line right up high in the sky is a confederate flag mm-hmm. and talking about preserve the the legacy of the south and all this other bullshit and it's yeah. just like that is so uncomfortable and the fact that the governor is okay with that that's like mm-hmm. and i'm not saying replace it with like a lgbtq flag i'm not repla- saying replace it with a black lives matter flag mm-hmm. i'm just saying that shit is just uncomfortable. <laughs> it is uncomfortable. Like, especially as a black Southerner. Because it's like, when they're talking about preserve the heritage of the South, they're not talking about black people. They're, they're, they're talk- talking about slave-owning, like, people, like, in the Confederacy. Like, they're not talking about what black people have done for the South and, like, how, what we are. Because I'm, I'm proud to be a Southerner, personally. But also, it's like, I'm not a yee yee southerner. Yee nigga. Yeah, like skitty, I'm not skitty, a, skitty, skitty. Yeah, I'm, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not part of that culture. I'm not even, but it's just, it's just crazy. It's just, yeah. to me, it feels like 
the country that we live in now is like there it's it's just so crazy how like facts have become facts have become more opinion pieces mm-hmm. to where it's just like if there's a fact it's like oh that's your opinion not my opinion that's not a universal fact yeah and how people believe that oh i'm in danger of getting you know not being a majority anymore and it's just like first of all what's the problem with you not being the majority and second you're not going to be the minority you're still the majority mm-hmm. and there's all these different things where it's like people do things for money people do things for pride people do things because they want clout and it's like we're all human beings at the end of the day yeah calm the fuck down but yeah it's just it's kind of yeah. stupid what did you think about um there was a politician recently i put something on my story yeah I, I was i was gonna bring up that was some stupid shit yeah the dude who said interracial marriage should be left up to the states i think that would not now i think that question i'm gonna I'm be fair mm-hmm. i think the question was posed because he had said some dumb shit okay and then the reporter baited him so how you feel about interracial marriage mm. and then he but just he still said he still that. said it and i'm not and i'm not gonna defend him for that because mm-hmm. that reporter did a good job at baiting him uh-huh um because he just said it. I feel the same for interracial marriage too. You can't get, you can't have a cake and eat it too. You can't. Well, whatever that cake bullshit line is. But mm-hmm. yeah, he said that, and he just said it so smoothly with a smile on his face. And then he walks back on it, and it's just like you only felt like that was you wanted to say that because of what you saw from the Supreme Court. Mm-hmm. But you honestly have these old values that you're just like, yeah, no, I don't want to see that shit because mm-hmm. you don't want to see your daughter or whoever your children date a black man or a black woman. The crazy part is pure, like, white people. Not pure white people, but, like... Pure cocaine. 100%, like, Caucasian people are going to be obsolete in a few years. <laughs> well, Like, I, there's not... Like, they're going to become the minority in a few years because... After I said they won't be the minority, I was like, oh, they might be. No, because, like, every year it increasingly gets to the point where it's, like... It's white's, like, 56%. BIPOC people are like um, 40, 40 something percent. Yeah. And it's like, it keeps getting closer and closer every year. Mm-hmm. It's going to get to the point where white Caucasian white people are going to be in the minority. <laughs> yeah. So it's just, it's kind of like just, what, what, so I up? think these older people that are about to die off <laughs> are trying to get some stupid rules established. Because they're not even going to be able to enjoy these rules anyway. They're old as dirt. Yeah, that's why it's just you're making laws that are affecting younger people. They're affecting people. They're affecting people who actually have lives to eat, years to live. And exactly. it's like y'all are just like y'all we, doing. We your need thing. younger people in political positions. Like I was, I was like, well, be careful about that because you get younger people, and then you get that guy in the wheelchair who's a hardcore Republican that's talking about. Yeah, I I agree with all of Trump's. Uh, legislations and it's mm-hmm. like fuck. I mean, mm-hmm. it's like you gotta be real careful. We just more people. We need more people who but, are but even but even with that. Even if we were to get somebody like that in an office, I think it's important to have younger voices be there anyway. Oh, even true. if it's like that, it's just just simply because there. I feel like people like Marsha Blackburn and um, that governor uh, from Florida and other people. Well, he, I don't think he's that old. But like some of the representatives who are much older, I feel like there's a disconnect. They live in a different timeline than we do. They really do. And it's just kind of, it's it's very concerning to me just yeah. how they do all of this. And it's just like, fuck. But mm-hmm. um, I don't know, man. Like, I'm going to just put it like this. 
people should be re- should be respected as people. Mm-hmm. There should not be no type of damn division about how you feel. I feel like the Democrat has his pro- the Democratic Party has his problems. The Republican Party has some fucking crazy problems. But at the end of the day, we should all treat each other like human beings. Nothing more, nothing less. Mm-hmm. And if you if you think what's going on in this country right now is perfect, you living on a fucking rock. Mm-hmm. Um, I, we could go on and on about this whole conversation, and I feel like we should mm-hmm. because I know we're just a movie and TV. We're like. I hold a movie and TV show podcast, but one of the things I want to do is just make this like cool, a lifestyle type of thing too. Yeah. I mean, this it is life. This is what we're living. Yeah. And I do want to preface that I do love being in this country before anybody. Be like, I love don't like it. Leave. It's like, no, I do. <laughs> Go like, back to where you came from. Nigga, I, I was, I, I don't know where that I is. Was, I, I, can't <laughs> I don't know where that is, but, um, talking about Africa? no, yeah, I, 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 exactly. <laughs> I love this country and that's why I feel like I can talk about it because yeah. like, I love the Titans. That's why I can talk about the Titans. You, you can know? criticize what you love. And if you feel like I can't criticize it, unless it's based on your values, mm-hmm. then I'm sorry. Then, you're being very biased and you're being very hypocritical. But, yeah. Um, yeah. I was looking up these, some of these books on capitalism and uh, nihilism and uh, critical race theory. Mm-hmm. I was actually going to get like uh, a book on critical race theory, why it's wrong and, and a book that supports critical race theory and just compare them, compare them. and just kind of feel like the, what are two perspectives, but you can already tell from some of the passages you read online that like, This shit is for people who heavily believe in Christianity and believe that Christianity should be in flux into the government, while critical race theory is just talking about, here is what happens when racism is instemmed into a government, into a lifestyle, and how it affects the people around them. Mm -hmm. And people want to say, I don't want my kid to be, uh, you know, to feel bad because he's white. No, that's not what it is. Yeah. We're not trying. They don't even teach that shit in elementary school or middle school or high school. Right. Some high schools, maybe. But no, this is a graduate level course. Mm-hmm. They teach in colleges. Yeah. And now you're banning it from those graduate schools to teach it. See, that's that's what I'm saying. Well, well, first off, before I continue, what is your definition of critical race theory? Critical race. Uh, we won't spend too much time because we got to talk about better. Yeah, yeah of course. Of course. I just want to get this last point out. Yeah. I'm done. No, critical race theory is in my My own definition, well, I'll just say what I think. I think critical race theory is looking back at a certain country or or several events that have more or less a a very racist background Mm. and seeing how that, how does that affect future events in certain people in a given uh, environment? Okay. And how in America, critical race theory is used to kind of view what, how has America's racist history affected people like us? How has it mm. affected governments? How has it affected the economy for black people? How has it affected education for black people? How has it affected the lifestyles for black people? Mm. And also for other races, because it just doesn't just have to be black people. It could be people who are, you know, who from the Middle East, people who are from different countries. <laughs> we can say, uh, you know, how has it affected Asian people? Because Asian people were put in uh, base, torture camps. Mm-hmm. And how has it affected them? And it's just <sighs> critical race theory is only being brought up now as a buzzword. 
because they're trying to find a way because Republicans are trying to find a way to get into the get into power and say, oh, the Democrats are just trying to cause this more division because it is. Yeah. And to make people feel scared and afraid because of what it is. It's fear mongering. Mm. It's not we're not trying to scare people. We're trying. It, it may make you feel uncomfortable, but we're trying to tell you the truth because the truth can hurt. Yeah. And because you're saying that, oh, you're making us feel bad. But you have no problem in, in telling us, telling black people or anybody else hurtful things. Man, mm-hmm. just you tell black. I remember when Jared, uh, was Jared Kushner? Jared, uh, <laughs> I hope he's the right guy. Uh, the the one who married like Trump's daughter or whatever. He became like the secretary of some bullshit. Maybe, yeah. I think it was Jared Kushner. Jared Kushner went in and said, if black people just picked themselves up by their bootstraps, we've been trying that for years mm-hmm. and we haven't been able to get to what we want. And if we do get to that position, like Kentaja Brown did, she has to jump through all these hoops and hurdles just to get to where she is and be comfortable. Yeah. How about, I say this to the camera, how about y'all motherfuckers pick yourselves up by the bootstraps and actually take the time to listen and learn this history and mm. not be so damn scared and saying, oh, I'm not too woke. Mm. That's another buzzword you need to shut the fuck up and actually listen to. Mm. I'm sorry for going off, but you need to stop doing that. Stop with all these damn buzzwords. Stop with all this crazy shit, this rhetoric, and just listen to people. <laughs> just <laughs> calm the fuck. How about this? How about we all go to Hattie B's, spend our money, chill the fuck out, and maybe we can get some No sponsorship. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm serious because maybe, remember what I said last time, niggas love chicken. <laughs> Natural hot chicken. We just do that. <laughs> we, we can spend that time at Hattie B's. See, this is how gentrification affects black people too. <laughs> but oh, yeah. I'm sorry for spitting on you. No, that, no, you're fine. I'm you spit on me unless you did. No, I, I just saw it. So, mm-hmm. but yeah. that's my definition. Mm-hmm. That's my definition at all. So, mm-hmm. um, you know what? Critical race theory is not taught in schools. <laughs> it's not. We didn't even learn it in Martin Luther King. <laughs> Critical race theory is not taught in schools. Bro. American history is taught in schools. I don't even think I have time to learn about critical race theory because we got shit. Um, well, actually, no. I'll make an argument. I'll make an argument. Okay. Critical race theory isn't taught as like a like a defined topic or subject, mm-hmm. but it can be you can see hints of critical race theory in certain classes like uh, in high school. I remember we watched this documentary in like American history or something about Little Rock 9 mm-hmm. about how what the changes What was the name of the class? Oh American history. history. <laughs> critical race theory is yeah. not taught in schools. Now there might be yeah. people who support the camp of critical race theory, theory but it's not like it is not a learning objective yeah. in schools american history is taught in school and what they're trying to erase is what they're trying to they're trying to whitewash yeah american history and it's crazy but it's just um <laughs> just kind of funny like they'll probably go to martin luther king and say like that's that whole school is painted in critical race theory See, that's yeah that, that's actually a little worrying now that you say that, that. is worrying that is worrying because that school has so much just black history plastered around i will it, i will if people start going up to that school and going crazy i will literally pop i will literally come in my car with my martin luther king robe and <laughs> diploma and i'll, I'll smack a hole <laughs> i'll smack a hole <laughs> I'll tell you, I'll smack them mm-hmm. off. My that high school must cause me some trauma, but I swear to God, because th- that is very worrying. Because mm-hmm. that is a worry. You'll probably part. have some politician talk about why are we supporting somebody who called division, mm-hmm. and then they'll talk about oh, this is a problematic. Well, no, white people love Martin Luther King. 
They love they love using it as a martyr, but they burning books now. As, uh, they burning the book, they burning Martin Luther King books beside the the Harry Potter books because they think it's witchcraft. Which why can't people just enjoy fiction? <laughs> <laughs> why can't we just enjoy fiction? How you gonna burn Harry Potter, but you gonna praise J.K. Rowling? <laughs> She's troublesome too. Let Let's not get into this rabbit hole. <laughs> Because yeah. I, I feel like this is yeah, because she's troublesome. That's that's another different rabbit hole. Let's not get into this rabbit hole because we got we have another <laughs> section we have to do. I swear to God, if they come, Martin Luther King can say it's a problem. I'm gonna jump a hole. <laughs> I'm gonna jump a hole. Smack a hole, jump a hole, I'm kick a hole, punch out. a hole. I'm gonna take somebody out. <laughs> zero dark dirty on the ass. <laughs> Not zero dark to thirty. Zero dark dirty. <laughs> nah, that's not. A th- <laughs> <laughs> zero dark dirty and the whole. <laughs> Bye. Well, this is the midnight drop. Thanks for coming in. <laughs> We'll be back. We'll talk about that new leech. <laughs> not not leak. That new deleted scene from the Batman yeah, released scene. So, your host Jordan Malone. Um, no, 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 no. <laughs> Salami, eggs, and bacon. No. Okay. We'll be back right after this. Jesus Christ, right when I was introducing. I'm sorry. Go ahead. You hungry as hell? You gonna yes. be like Brandon? You gonna go in my fridge and get them wings? I might. Do you have wings in there? No. Oh, well. <laughs> I ate them motherfuckers. Uh I did my tough. <laughs> <laughs> I would off uh, got some chicken I can still grill, but I'm I'm not even hungry. Oh well I actually I'm the opposite of hungry. I'm full and my stomach is crazy right now. I love that for you, because that is not the case for me. <laughs> hate that for me because i wish i could eat more food <laughs> but i don't we'll know yeah but if you were here in the last segment then we kind of just went super crazy on politics for a minute <laughs> we went on you said one thing and you it just little flute little fuse. but it was it was good combo though it was good combo great brothers gotta stay 
politically involved. You know what I'm saying? Honestly, yeah. If you're not politically involved, what the fuck you doing? Yeah, if you're not politically involved. Hold on, I'm happy for you and I'm sad for you. <laughs> Honestly, yeah, no, but. Not, yeah, yeah last, no, 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 no. I'm not even going to get into it. No, but we're not. Get politically involved if you're not. <laughs> but, no. No, but right now, we're actually going to go in into talking about the recently released deleted scene of the Batman, which Trey has not been able to watch. I have not seen it yet. I heard about it today, but I ended up going to all my classes and just forgetting about it. Oh, boy. You are going to be excited. All right. Because I got the pleasure of watching this while at work when it dropped. And my God, I wanted to quit my job and go watch the Batman all over again. <laughs> One more time. <laughs> I put on my two weeks notice. Here you go. <laughs> Come out the movie. <laughs> Come out from the movie. Be like, wait a minute. I don't have a job no more. <laughs> you quit like two weeks ago. Oh. Well, I'm vengeance. <laughs> I am the knight. I am the knight. <laughs> I am a broke man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But no, nah, this deleted scene came out. Um. It's related to a certain character that came at the end that I'd said was a problem. You you notice, know but yeah. and uh, is this spoiler review? No spoiler review. How are we doing? Now? It's spoilers. Movie's okay. been out. If you haven't watched the Batman, yeah, what the you, fuck doing? Are you doing? If you haven't watched, it, <laughs> what are you doing? Oh, I went to go see a uh, 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 the Lost City. <laughs> Boo hoo! Fuck you, Boo. <laughs> <laughs> nigga. Boo. <what? laughs> Boo. Boo. Nah, but. We got this deleted scene in the Batman. Um, so if you actually listened or watched Trey and I's spoiler discussion on the Batman, then we kind of talked about how there was a, I think we did, there was a deleted scene of the Joker and the Batman interacting with each other. And it was taking a lot of inspiration from uh, Silence of the Lambs. And Matt Reeves talked about, he took that scene out for certain reasons, but I don't think he was super clear on it. But he said that he was going to release it sometime in the near future. It's now released. We have it right here. Um, laptops in screensaver mode, but Beautiful. it is what it is. I don't think I'll be able to show this on YouTube because of copyright. I hope I can. I don't know. We'll see what happens. I'm not, I don't know if I want to take that chance, but on audio format, you'll hear everything. That should be no problem. Trey, I'm going to show this to you real quick. I'm going to show you this nice, hot goodness <laughs> Why did you say it like that? I don't, Listen, motherfucker. Okay. Why did you say it like that? I, this nice hot goodness. What it is? It's hot and ready, all over. You're disgusting. Fuck. Play the video. Fuck you. <laughs> Come on, Why man. Did you say it like that. It's, it's better than goodies. Goodies. No, it wasn't. <laughs> oh my god. Alright, we're just gonna get it. I'm Play gonna, the video. I'm gonna <laughs> wrap it up, B. This man said nice hot goodness. <laughs> You've gotta be kidding me. <laughs> Quoting from my favorite podcast, warm toastiness all over your body. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh oh man. Why well, these ads go on? Of this black woman looking no at free it. advertisement. <laughs> this black woman looking at this white woman crazy for drumming. Um, <laughs> yeah, man, it's gonna be really good. So I, I'm excited to hear see your reaction to it. So let's go ahead and get into this thing. Look at it. I can barely see it.
Yeah, shit. All right, let's keep going.
care about his motives, whether he loves or hates you. I think somewhere deep down, you're just terrified. Because you're not sure he's wrong, huh? You think they deserved it, huh? You think they deserved it. <laughs> That's so was your full look of the Joker with mumps. <laughs> he got leprosy. <laughs> that man. So that's the um, <clears throat> that's the new Joker now. Who? Um, yeah, that's the new one. That's not Joaquin. Got the Finn. acid on his face. Yeah, that was uh, bar- played by uh, Barry uh, Cogan. Barry Cogan. Barry Cogan, who was recently in the Eternals and also in Green Knight last year. He was in the Eternals. Is that Druid? Yes. Oh wow. Yes. Oh. Great actor. He did a great job. Yeah, an amazing job. So we don't know why they cut this scene. No, there, 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 there was there a callback to um, a future scene when uh, he talks the Riddler, Riddler was in there, and he's like, "You're a nobody. Yeah, I'm your biggest fan. Mm-hmm. It's all been for you." <clears throat> yeah, <clears throat> shut I'm the sorry. fuck up about that. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, no, not you. I'm just saying, like the bat. <gasps> Batman over here like shut, shut the fuck up about that. I ain't yeah. like you. No, man. This was a uh, So he yeah, so this he put Joker in year one. He's been in there. This, well, this is the, like this is like year two. This is year two. So basic so background. This is basically looking like Joker is in this universe, but he's not like the Joker yet. Yes. He is just this crazy lunatic Arranged fellow. This crazy crackhead mm-hmm. with Green hair, hair missing from the back of his head. Yeah, like he, like he got folliculitis, <laughs> and you go see a dermatologist, a burn ward, and everything, mm-hmm. and um, just basically doing a science of the lamb style type of scene where Batman is saying, "I need your perspective to help me catch this crazy guy." Yeah, Since you're a crazy guy, and there are a couple reasons people are saying why this scene was probably taken out because number one, um. There's already an interrogation scene like this, and one person put it out like, if you put the Joker interrogation scene like this, and then you have the Riddler one, it takes a lot of the oomph from the Riddler scene, and would be it would kind of make the third act not as great. I can see that, and it would take attention away from the Riddler and put it because you're like the Joker's Joker. right there, <laughs> and Joker is considered one of the biggest marketable villains in all of comics and yeah, entertainment. I get that. I get that. The second reason was that some people were pretty much uh, saying is like maybe Warner Brothers said this movie is already in three hours. You got the maximum time limit of three hours. Mm-hmm. Go anywhere else over. That's it. This movie probably hit around like hit hit it over a couple seconds or a couple minutes because it's a five minute scene. Yeah. And they were like, yeah, we can't do it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think the third reason was that I think they just really wanted to keep focus I think the third reason, which may seem a lot, is that I think Matt Reeves may have alluded to it, is that they didn't want to make the movie an entire homage to all these different classic films like Silence of the Lambs, Psycho, and all the other old Batman films, that the film would just be like, okay, you made all these homages, but this doesn't feel original when you do that. Okay. So that's what they were trying. That I, that's some of the reasons. Other reason, there was one reason I found. I was like, this Joker is just way too damn scary, and this probably would have 
hit it over. I wanted it to be scary. <laughs> Your though. face was like Jesus. Christ. I wanted that though. That's that's exactly what I want. I wanted it to be unsettling, un like just ooh gosh, give me I, a little tingle. Have you seen like the new Fifty Two Batman storylines, like Death of the Family, where like the yes. joke, the Joker has like a face plastered, like all that? And I was mm-hmm. like, I thought that was what it was gonna be. Yeah. Nah, this reminds me of that show Gotham, mm-hmm. where they actually show like. Yeah, he doesn't have, like, pale white skin. He doesn't have, like, smooth pale white skin. His hair is still intact. Like, no, this man is fucked up. Yeah. This man's got leprosy. This man's got burns. <clears throat> His, <laughs> everything about him is, he ain't got no dick. <laughs> he got, or he got a crusty dick. <laughs> but that man is fucked Why? up. Just <laughs> <laughs> Harley over there just be like, oh. No, but, like, I, I feel like I could argue every point for that. To, for the scene to be in the movie, yeah, you can. Just because I I wanted more Detective Batman personally, like we got a lot of Detective Batman, which I appreciated, but like you know, I wanted to see more. Okay, he's not the world's greatest detective yet, and we got we got that in the movie. But this is also okay. I need to go get help. <laughs> yeah, and um, I need to get help, and plus it this shines a light to Batman that that's then revisited towards the end. Yeah, which I think the whole one of the theories that this was cut out because they they felt like it would have taken a lot of oomph away from the Riddler interrogation. I don't, I don't, I don't believe that. And if that was the case, I think that would be a little bit like I understand you, but this would have been okay because yeah, the, this would have been a great callback to that first interrogation scene, and then it would have put on the message a theme that the Batman can't just be fighting for vengeance and that. Mm-hmm. You fight for vengeance, you're going to have other people spawning up from the weeds, having the same type of motive, having the same type of messaging or whatever, but it's the different motives. Right. And, yeah, yeah. I think that would have been better to have earlier in the movie, this particular scene, just so to see Batman's character arc. Plus, it would have made, like, him interacting with the Riddler more make more sense and not feel like it was tacked on. It would have been like, yeah, we see the Joker. The Joker's expecting the Riddler to be here. Yeah. And it's just like, oh, I've heard about you. Yeah. <laughs> like, let's be best friends or shit. And then this will probably start on the whole trilogy where Joker starts getting his whole game together. And then mm-hmm. there you go. But mm, I don't know. But yeah, this scene was fucking awesome. No, this, this both Robert Pattinson and Barry Cogan. Are great actors. The cinematography in here was dope. Mm-hmm. The it 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 may be a stretch, but it felt like watching a short film. It did feel like watching a short film. It, it felt like that. It, it felt, did. And this also brought in elements of like the long Halloween, like the rest of the movie did. Yeah. And then, have you did you watch the 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 controversial animated version of uh um that Batman one, like the Killing Joke? The Killing Joke? The animated movie. Yes. You remember the scene where like Batman goes in and talks to the Joker and turns out it's not the real Joker and stuff? I kind of got hints of that a little bit. It was, mm-hmm. it was a little bit of that from that scene just because it's a Batman and Joker interaction. But it's really the long Halloween because in the long Halloween, they have the calendar man that he's talking to and trying to get a perspective. Right. And trying to figure out how do I track all these killings to certain holidays? Yeah. And this one, it's like, okay, I'm trying to catch a lunatic. Let me go grab a lunatic and figure out what his perspective is and how do I figure that out? Yeah. And, mm-hmm. man, I just, I really enjoyed that. Yeah, it was really good. So I didn't know if you had watched it. And I was just like, let me bring you on here, man, and, and see oh, what's up. That was my first time seeing it, and I'm glad I, I'm glad I saw it. It just, it just brings a more perspective 
for the movie for me. Just like knowing that the Joker's here. I mean, we knew that at the end of the movie, but like the Joker's in Arkham. Batman goes to him regularly to get insight on these crazy people. Mm -hmm. And like, I think um, earlier in the scene, he said something about wanting his respect or something about respect. Oh, Joker? No, Batman. Batman said something about respect. Um, I can't. Uh, was it when Joker was talking about like, oh, you starting to feel like, this is the first time I've ever seen you. You haven't felt like you've done, you you don't know what what you you're doing. You feel like you're losing. I think it was right before that. Okay, but also that part too, where it's like you're usually a step uh, step ahead of the curve type thing, and it's like, yeah, this is not the world's greatest detective yet. <laughs> yeah, this is just year two. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> what in the hell? Right. What the fuck? But yeah, honestly, um, I think I think we could have done without this scene in the movie. Ultimately, I, just because I know for me, in the back of my mind, even watching the movie, I'm like, the Joker's around here somewhere. Yeah, and I feel like that would take my focus off just a little bit. I felt like this. I felt like the movie is fine, like it is. I think this is just a great deleted scene that proves that this movie, this whole trilogy, is in the right hands of Matt Reeves and mm-hmm. Ben. Uh, um, I almost said Ben Affleck, Robert Pattinson. <laughs> Backflip. <laughs> I actually watched like Batman v Superman uh-huh. and thought about like, okay, would this movie be like the Batman with Ben Affleck be as good um, with everything else? And I was like, yeah. I really don't know if it would be as good as this movie. Mm-hmm. I feel like it would be a whole different tone. You, you, you get a brutal Batman. You, you still get a brutal Batman, but you would get like this crazy fight scenes, crazy mm-hmm. all this stuff. It, I just want I a consistent Batman for a while, and I feel like this will be it. And I, yeah, this, this has potential this, to be it. This has great potential. This this probably quelled a lot of people's fears, mm-hmm. and I'm really happy that Matt Reeves. I just I don't want Robert Pattinson anywhere else in the DC universe right now. <laughs> I don't want him interacting with any other superhero right now. I don't know, man. Like, no, I don't want that either. But if they do it, shit. They would have had to plan this a little better because I feel mm. like with, I feel like we're seeing this stark distinction now to where we're getting a lot of these like DC films or in their solo universes, yeah, that are getting like these directors and actors that are passionate about not just superhero films but filmmaking, yeah, and they're becoming like really fucking good. They're they're doing the thing that we're really we we really want superhero movies to see. We're it's getting into the middle ground. They're great box office hits hits. Uh, some are blockbusters or whatever whatever their times are in at. Yeah. And they're just really good film films. Mm-hmm. That's what they are. And I feel like DC, whenever they hit their stride with that, it's really fucking good with the Dark Knight trilogy. Um, you can make a case for some of the old Superman films back in the day. I mean, they've done a really good job. Um, and They have. They, they really have. And you got to give them credit where credit is due. Now, when they're back into like the Snyderverse or whatever... That's always a mixed bag because you're always going to get something that's really fucking good, or you're going to get something that's really weird, or just not, not, not the greatest. Mm-hmm. And you know, and I've you know, Batman v Superman, the the ultimate director's cut. I, I I'm cool with it. Yeah. Honestly, um, for I, Man I, of Steel was cool. So. Man of Steel was cool, but I, that's the thing. That's what I was about to say. I find in movies. Superman to me, after the origin story movie, gets boring. 
Ooh, Superman? Mm-hmm. Uh, no, I would say that there are Superman stories that are dope. Like There are, but... Brainiac. Like, for me, I think Superman gets boring when there's not like Big something story. that can kill Superman. Like Doomsday? There's, there are people who can kill Superman. I mean, there's the parasite. He literally saps people's energy away. Mm-hmm. And he's been able to do it to Superman and take his abilities. Mm-hmm. There's Metallo, who's... Has who's made who has like a kryptonite heart and kryptonite weapons mm-hmm. around him. Those are not marketable villains. Those, those can they're they're villains that people haven't seen as much because they haven't taken a chance on them. But when you read the comics and know about them, it's like okay, you could do something with that. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's the thing with with the movies, you can't just make a a pure comic book movie. You have to make a movie that people who don't read comic books can watch. Yeah, and I feel like those types of movies you like can. This, this was a the, the Batman was a good representation of. This is a, a comic book movie, but also if a you film. have no idea who this is, this is a great you film. You can walk in and see this. Like this is a this is a great film mm-hmm. all around. It's like this yeah. is fucking dope. Um, exactly. But my thing is, is that I think Superman, including the thing that DC hasn't done a lot that Marvel's doing now, and DC I guess is finally doing it, is that DC has didn't really focus on like these characters that were not as known. No, I mean, shit really think about it they need to focus on a lot of these characters getting the riddler to be a main act yeah. or possibly getting like mr freeze or the quarter owls i mean we haven't gotten that in a minute mr freeze we got with arnold schwarzenegger we saw how shit went <laughs> and um i feel like dc is now taking a chance that they need to and marvel yeah. marvel has moon knight that's coming out in a minute miss marvel mm, they got, yeah marvel has done an excellent job about getting screen time for characters that aren't well known and I think DC can definitely make a turnaround yeah, and using I, characters, like because they're making a Black Adam movie. Yeah, and that's, and hopefully eventually they'll make a Blue Beetle movie. They they are. It's just a matter of is it going to be on HBO Max or in theaters? And then Static Shock is coming, but and then Batgirl's coming, and then I don't know about that Black Superman movie. <laughs> that Black Superman movie, I don't know what's going on. Why are we getting another origin? Stupid Michael B. Jordan movie. is sexy. <laughs> But why are we getting it's Michael another B. Jordan, the sexy. origin Superman movie when we just got one? Nigga grew up in Harlem. <laughs> we just got one. Now, if this is the um, uh, I don't, I don't remember which Earth it was. If this is the Superman that nah, became president. No, nah, this ain't it. I'm sorry. No, that's what everybody thought. Everybody uh, thought it was Val L or something like yeah. black. Basically, Black Superman became the president, had his own thing. Then there was the Black Justice League, Nubia, mm-hmm. Black Wonder Woman. And then I think there was like Batman. I don't know if he was mm-hmm. black. Cyborg was in it, John yeah, Stewart. I, I, I don't need all that. I just, <laughs> like, that's cool. I don't need all that. Keep that's up. a little, keep, that's keep. a little much. All right, too much melanin. That's not, a, no, it's not even that. I feel like <laughs> if you make something like that, it feels like it's just like, a, okay, we're doing this to appease black people. You are. Thing. And I'm like, I don't, I don't yeah, want that. It's like, we're, we're new cool. characters. Yeah, but what they're doing here, it seems like, is they're trying to do, like, no, we're making a black Clark Kent. It's like, you don't have to do that. You don't want that. Make Michael B. Jordan somebody else You could in the DC universe. Nigga, you could, you could do Val Zod or whatever and just do Michael B. Jordan. He's like a Earth, like, two or Earth, three or whatever. But they do didn't want to do that. characters. Freaking make him steal. <laughs> make make him make Doctor Fate black. Like do something like that. Like we don't have to have another. I don't Superman. want that mystical Negro shit. <laughs> I don't want that. Make Brother Voodoo. That's Marvel. That's, Mar- Mar- That's Marvel. No, they might do him. 
Actually, no, because there were rumors about him he being on Doctor Strange. I don't know. A side side character. Like, he does not need a main thing. <laughs> well, they're going to do, like, the little horror themes. They're going to do, like, the sons of uh, the, the whole team with Doctor Strange, Ghost Rider, Blade. If they had Brother Voodoo on that team, I'm like, that's fucking dope. Mm-hmm. That would be nice. But yeah. I don't know. Let's see. Mm-hmm. Let's see what happens. But oh, okay. All right. That was a good trailer. Man, that was quick. I enjoyed it. Good shit. We're doing right. We're doing cool. We're doing right on the money. <laughs> For success. Success. Yes, 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 yes. Yes. Uh, well, I think the, I think after that we don't got too too much on. Oh, uh, we're just going chill <laughs> for the last couple of minutes to have a good time and everything. Uh, to kind of just go into a nice gold conversation because this was really all that we had. I'll explain why we don't have too much going on and I guess kind of like, you know, what to expect in the future. But we're going to take this other break. All right. Ready for this next half? I'm ready. Oh, God. <laughs> why are you scared? I'm scared. Stop being a bitch. Oh, wow. <laughs> no. But I'm your host, Jordan Malone. This is Trey. This is the Midnight Drop. We'll be back with you with our final Epic Chill session. Yeah. We'll be back. Fresh hot goodies. <laughs> you never let me down for now. Never. Jesus Christ. It's my Lord and Savior. <laughs> Not for long. <laughs> Choke on that water, goddamn. Whoa. No, no, no. That was not cash up. money. <laughs> I didn't appreciate that. That was not at all. cash money. <laughs> <laughs> Representing from the 9 9 and 2000. Nope. <laughs> it's your nigga Jesus Christ, yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm going to hell. <laughs> I'm sorry. You know, let's pray together on this podcast. Come Get on, your hand away from me. <laughs> come, come on, come on, come on. Come on, come on. <laughs>
Get that away from me. <laughs> Come on. Don't you want the devil's blood flowing no, through No, I don't, God. <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know where your hand's been. If Brandon was here, he'd be like, Santa Maria, get away from me. He'd get his own necklace crossed. Get away from me. I almost brought mine today, too. I don't have it with me. <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know where your goodies hand has been. I don't know. <laughs> Do your chain hang low? Do the wobble to the flow? Does it shine in the light? That was some good music. I'm not going to lie to you. It was. Mm-hmm. That shit. The no. fact that it was a remix of like that other children's song, I was like, God damn. <laughs> My homie was telling me about how every eight years since the 2000s, it's just been um, a trend, a change of the trend. Not even a change of the trend, just like a year of just great music. Yeah. It's like it, 2008, 2016, just yeah. good years of good music. I want to. So I'm hoping 2024 we'll get some good music. Maybe <laughs> I'm hoping. Hopefully, Kendrick's dropped this year. The world don't go crazy. Well, the world has gone crazy. The world if has gone. If crazy. the world just doesn't, you know, implode itself, let's hope it doesn't do that. <laughs> it, it, it will. It will soon implode itself in the near future, but not like our future. I, I'd rather not have a wasteland to live in. I'm only 22. Come on, you don't want to live in a Mad Max landscape? No. You don't want to you don't want to live in Mad Max. Have, I dri- don't. Drive with somebody go having a flamethrower guitar. No. Hood of the car. I'd rather die. <laughs> I would much rather be dead. You know what's funny? I had a, I had a good friend of mine. I had a good friend of mine ask me, "What would you rather do?" Uh, I asked I asked this person, "Hey, um if we were in a world of the walking dead, would you, you know, kind of fight to survive or what?" And she said, no, I think I'm just gonna wait to die. <laughs> and I was just wait. <laughs> I was just like, what? wait, you're not gonna fight for your life? No, because think about it. And it was from like this uh this YouTuber, like mm. who, um I can't remember his name. Um, he was on Vine. Better get photo like an air for you. You can scramble like an air for you. Get photo like oh, an Caleb Zidney. Yeah, he did a whole joke about like it was a zombie apocalypse. Like he basically just laid out die and that's what basically her response was and i was just oh. like why you don't want to fight you don't want to survive you don't want to repopulate the earth she's like no fuck that shit why not <laughs> she's just like because think about it it's just like we're gonna run low on food you know how crazy niggas get especially in atlanta <laughs> they try to go to the grocery store especially ransack yeah. everybody power gonna go off and in atlanta time power gonna go off in like a day while everybody else in the world gonna go off in like two to three business days. <laughs> so no TV, no Wi-Fi. You think I'm gonna go out there and survive with my anemic ass? Uh-uh. You got another thing coming. <laughs> I was just like, shit, you bring up some good points. <laughs> I would tell you right now, the zombie apocalypse would not occur the way that we think it did. We think it would. I just think too many too many people are strapped up. <laughs> yeah. To the South would the South would rise again for that shit. <laughs> I just I just it wouldn't occur unless people are just now people are stupid. Don't get me wrong. But like you have to be like movie stupid. Movie movie stupid. To like, not to not what? I'm sorry. To like not survive. You know oh yeah. Mean? I mean if we were I said this, I made this argument. The Walking Dead universe is pretty easy to get through. I mean the zombies are slow as hell. The the outbreak wouldn't even be unless there's like a mass virus outbreak and then a zombie mutation. 
then there's not going to be an outbreak for real. If, if somebody gets infected with a virus and becomes a zombie and then they start biting folks, them two niggas are dead. Oh, niggas will be like, <laughs> yeah. everybody running, get their phones out, they're going to run, but then somebody going to come in with a strap. They're dead. Those two dudes are it, gone. It, be kind of like COVID, and, and, and just a little changes, bit. a little just bit, just a little bit. In the beginning, niggas will go crazy. Yeah, <laughs> it'd be what the fuck, but there'd be mm. things in place. The army, would but if come people in. started biting people, like when COVID first dropped, it wouldn't even be an issue. People would just be dead, <laughs> especially doing it on. If, if people just start saying the zombie virus is not real, mm. fuck all this shit, fake news. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> that's <Yeah>. tangible. <laughs> I'm just like, okay, that's the cold. Not so much. <laughs> yeah. Now, I feel like if the Walking Dead universe, I think we'll be fine. I think it'll be like the ending of Shaun of the Dead, if you ever watched that. Tomorrow. I have seen Shaun of the Dead. Yeah, where it's like the army comes in, and it's just like, living yeah. with zombies. You know, yeah. they're slaves and everything. They're good. <laughs> Which is fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> zombies live matter. But, oh but if we were living like 28 days later, 28 mm-hmm. weeks later, World War Z... Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna just wait to die. <laughs> Cause them, yeah, them, if it's or, World War Z. Or, the, or the 2004 Dawn of the Dead movie. Yeah, if it's like that, then <laughs> I, I don't know. I think I would fight. I would ah, want to fight. I don't want to just lay down, nigga. You gonna die. have to. You gonna have to run like <laughs> you have to run a six minute mile to make sure you get through there. Yeah, I can't do no running. <laughs> I couldn't do no running zombies. If there's like walkers, yeah, I can't. That's what I'm talking about. Like if we were in like World War Z, Dawn of the Dead, 04 edition. Um, twenty eight days, twenty eight weeks later, I'm waiting to die. <laughs> I can't do running zombies. I'll starve myself. Why are you moving as fast as me while you're dead? Yeah, this person even said like, if we had a gun on the floor, mm-hmm. make sure we got six bullets, kill each other, good to go. Mm-hmm. Because you know, I just don't think the zombie apocalypse would work the way we think it would. It wouldn't. Because if it's actual like dead people, bodies would decay. No one would be able to move. Bones would be. But if it's like a virus infection that's making you like bite people and eat people, like the rabies, like rabies, yeah, like rabies or something, they would be dead. Oh, rabies! Like they're shooting them. They're not going to like. They're not going to allow too many of those people to bite more people. Yeah, after the first couple bites, people are like, "Oh no, we just got to get rid of these." (laughs) (laughs) There ain't no movie bullshit happening here. Now, if you were in some dumb parts, they probably say some bullshit. Yeah, I mean, it would happen, but it's just uh, like. You're probably going to have somebody doing like world star, some YouTube bullshit and yeah. see that happen. Um, I mean, some zombie movies currently have tried to be a little bit more realistic, but still stupid. Mm-hmm. Uh, have you seen Army of the Dead? The movie from Zack Snyder on Netflix. Oh, is that Batista's movie? Yeah. I have not seen it. That movie was so, that movie was very disappointing to me. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of things didn't make any goddamn sense. But also, just... And the, oh my god, that movie! Um, I, I can go do like a whole re-review of that because mm-hmm. I did it with my uh, friend. Well, I attempted it to do with my friend De- David, and that didn't really work out. Yeah, which I got to bring him back on this show because you know he was cool. Mm-hmm. Um, but that movie tried to ho- make a whole thing where it was like, yeah, like Las Vegas would be, uh, would be quarantined. Nobody would get through. Nobody get in. Yeah, I think and, so. But the whole thing where it's just like all the zombies. Are dehydrated So when it rains They come back And then All this other bullshit About alpha zombies And it was like Okay this is This this thing Then they said Cyborg zombies And it was like 
Okay, now you're just having fun with the movie what at that you, point. What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> Creative liberty. Zach, <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> See, with Netflix, I can do whatever the fuck I want. Zach, when we Facts. said, Zach, when we gave you power, we didn't mean you would abuse this shit. Don't, don't make robot zombies. <laughs> Zach, Zach, what the fuck? Pregnant zombies? Are you serious? Well, yeah. Ooh, and there was an actual pregnant zombie. I need to watch this movie. It's still on there. There's a prequel to it. That's basically a heist movie. It's not really zombies. It's heist. That's just set in the same universe. And like they have like what a, movie is a that? it's a height. Um, it's like heist or something like that. I can't remember, but it was a. So it's like Army of the Dead. Then you have the heist film from one of the main characters that falls into the Army of the Dead movie. Then they're gonna have a prequel anime series that's gonna follow like the events after the first initial bite, like okay. the entire outbreak. I don't think that'll be that good. I don't know how that will be. It'll be kind of weird. It'll be on Netflix. Is it Heist? The one with 50 Cent in it? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, not him. Okay. Not that movie. I say, is Curtis Jackson in this movie? <laughs> My nigga Curtis in here? Is Curtis in here? <laughs> Power? No, not Power. <laughs> I don't even. I, I watched one episode of Power and I said, I'm good. <laughs> I refuse, bro. I don't want to watch it. That is some nigga shit. No, that, it's not. No, no, no. I will admit it has some good writing in it, but I, I've seen way too much properties, black properties that oh, went to that. Army of Thieves, Army of Thieves, yeah. yeah, okay, Army of Thieves, then Army of the Dead. Yeah, it was a it was a legitimate heist film, and it was just it. I saw it; it was better than Army of the Dead. Mm-hmm. But yeah, they're trying to do a whole franchise, and I'm like, okay. And there's like a cliff. There's like a post credit scene. Schneider then direct. What? Army, army. He didn't. He didn't direct it. He kind of like produced it or something. Somebody else. Okay. Yeah. Um. It's weird. Interesting. It. Yeah. They're they're trying to do a whole franchise, and then there was a clip. There was a post credit scene in Army of the Dead, or it tried to do some shit with uh, <laughs> um, who was the guy with main character of Power? Main character of Power. Yeah, the actor. Which one? Ghost. Yeah. Who? who yeah. Who played Ghost? Oh, I don't know. Yeah, he's in the movie, and the post credit scene has something to do with him. And I was like, "All right, that's some weird shit." Amari Hardwick. Yeah, they did something with Amari Hardwick, and I was like, "Okay, this is some weird shit." But all right, um, they're gonna do a sequel, and I'm just like, "Okay, okay, yeah, there's some weird shit." But all right, <laughs> might be something I have to watch. Yeah, go watch it. We'll probably do like a a retro review on it. Okay, even it came out like I think a year or two ago. Yeah. Yeah, they got the Blind Side on Netflix now. Oh yeah, that Blind Side mm. was good. The Blind Side was good. I like the Blind Side, but I realize how problematic it is now. Yeah, because it, it is a white savior movie. It is, but I liked it. It is. I did like it. Like it's a. It's like all right now, y'all get away with this shit. Yeah, I liked it though. I did because it's based off a real story. It's based off a real story because that was his real life. Yeah. You just going over to Netflix and saying, "What we got over here?" Yeah. I really am. I might, I might watch this Crip Camp documentary. What? Crip Camp: A Disability Revolution. Oh, okay. I might check that out. I might do that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> man, um, I was watching this show called A Teacher. Mm-hmm. The first two episodes. I remember that show was announced. Niggas went crazy over the fact that um. It was a show talking about a romance between a, a, a high school teacher and a senior. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I just, 
I stopped watching it because I watched like the first two episodes. Yeah, it's on. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, I'm on. But <laughs> I was like, I watched the first two episodes and I was like, I right, okay, like it, it seems good pace, but I'm here to see the sex and I because <laughs> I just wanted to what? see because I wanted to see what was going on. I wanted to see the juicy bits. Besides the stop, <laughs> stop. I wanted to see. You've been on a malicious roll today. Three strikes. You've been on a malicious roll today. Just freaking devious. The juicy bits, bro. Come on. The power of Christ compels you. You over. I don't have my cross with me. I can't even. I might have to make this holy water and just. We'll get some salt and vinegar. Burn, burn, nigga, burn. <laughs> no, but I was watching. I I would just be honest. I just wanted to see those scenes, and then also kind of the major scenes about it. And I saw it. And I was just like, "Well, goddamn!" <laughs> but it still felt weird because I was like, "This it's not on like the super same level as a uh, well, it's not on. It's similar to what I felt about Licorice Pizza. Mm-hmm. About how I felt like like a teacher. I didn't know that was a twenty year old and a fifteen year old. I didn't know that. Oh, do you mean a licorice pizza? Yeah. You, no, it be specific. A twenty-eight year old, twenty-eight year old, and fifteen year old. I didn't know that. <laughs> did not that. You didn't know that in the I beginning did. of the film. I missed it. Well, the fifteen-year-old was. It was a. Let's be honest. It was a thirty-year-old in the body of a fifteen-year-old, mm-hmm. and it was a fifteen-year-old in the body of a twenty-eight-year-old for the woman. Okay. Let's just be real, because that that twenty-eight-year-old girl. Childish as hell Didn't mm-hmm. know what she wanted to do Yeah Felt like her life was in shambles She had a midlife crisis Before she turned 40 <laughs> At the age of 28 You have a midlife crisis Which does Which does happen But mm-hmm. And then for the 15 year old He already got shit going He's a major hustler Yeah um, But yeah I just I did a review on it mm-hmm. And I said something on the pot On the Instagram On the podcast And I said It's a It's a problematic film Wrapped in great filmmaking Yeah that You know it, you, you're definitely gonna have a problem with it if you look at it, but yeah. at the end of the day, it's great filmmaking. But I think the reason why this was nominated for all these different awards is because it's Paul Thomas Anderson, and because of the great dialogue and the great cinematography and the camera work and some of the crazy things they do here, it's just like, yeah, we're gonna do it. But really, it's just because he's a he's a you know critic darling. Yeah, I love him. So I'll say that. So, but yeah, I mean, like a teacher was basically like an 18 year old senior. I don't know if he's 17, 18, yeah, 18 year old senior and, and some 30 year old. Yeah, because I made it better. I was like, that, that doesn't make it good. It's just, <laughs> you still fuck the student. You, You're a yeah. student. And then they try to justify it by saying, oh, she's in a bad marriage. She's trying to figure out her life. She, she cheated on her husband. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're just a bad person. Trying to talk about, I need some. All it, is, it all devolves into, I need some dick. <laughs> and I need love. No, you're just a bad person. <laughs> you, 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 you're just a terrible human being. You got bored and said, "Fuck, I'll fuck one of my students." Yes, you just you're said, a terrible human being. Take me on the table where I eat, nigga. <laughs> that's disgusting. And then he just, and then he talking about we can be together forever. I miss you. I love you. And then she started to realize, oh my god, she's <laughs> like, yeah, of course. You didn't think this through. God damn. <laughs> this time as we go through, but yeah. I was like, God damn, but I don't want I I watched uh, Pam and Tommy. That mm-hmm. was the show. Have you watched that? That's on Hulu, right? Yeah. I don't have Hulu. 
Ah oh, shit, broke nigga. <laughs> no facts. No, 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 no. It's okay because okay. there's only a select amount of streaming services you need. Mm-hmm. Um, I we were able to retrieve the Hulu password from and from my parents because I was like, oh, I'll just use their mm-hmm. account. I just I paid for Crunchyroll, Amazon Prime. You ain't got and then Netflix. I don't pay for Netflix. Somebody else does. Oh, <laughs> somebody else plays for Disney Plus. The only thing I pay for is HBO Max. <laughs> Netflix, I'm good at. I think I might end up just doing that. I might just pay for Disney Plus, HBO Max, and then Crunchyroll. Well, Disney Plus got the family bundle where you can get Hulu and uh, ESPN Plus. But who the fuck gets ESPN Plus? Do that. <laughs> I don't know. I might have to. I'm actually just really into sports analytics like this. Uh, yeah, but honestly, just... if I wasn't an engineering major, I would definitely do sports journalism. Oh man, um, no, that's dope. I know Morehouse had a great program. Mm-hmm. Has a wonderful sports journalism program. I know we had Jalen Brown. Did y'all have to wear suits every day in Morehouse? Hell no. Okay, <laughs> that was a certain. That was certain majors who had to wear suits like certain days. But okay, no, no I thought we wore suits every day. Hell no. Uh, the, I think the cool thing was that we weren't forced to wear suits. We were there. Were, there was like definitely certain days to where they tell us we should. Yeah, but there are people who just wore suits because it looked nice, and I felt like that was a. Cool thing to see to see black yeah. men look nice, but yeah, it's cool. Sometimes these niggas be wearing prom suits, <laughs> and I just be like, with the red bottom shoes, <laughs> penguin tuxedo shits, and I'll be like, the f- get that what shit. Are you wearing the fuck? <laughs> I be I be giving more respect to the to the dudes that be wearing the hoodies and the mm-hmm. slides and the and all that, right? And the dudes who be dressing mm-hmm. stuff and talking about I'm worth millions of dollars. You got that shit from H and M after they had that monkey shit. <laughs> Get the fuck out Hey black men We need to do better About the blazer Turtleneck combo Please stop wearing that uh, <laughs> Please stop wearing The blazer turtleneck combo You don't want to go In my closet <laughs> Black men Please the find uh, The only we thing have, There are so the only, Many other combinations Out there The only thing I'm The only thing I'm missing Is go chain right now So I think we Exactly I, I'm so sick of The blazer Turtleneck Gold chain. I wore it a couple of times. I'll be honest, it looked nice, but nah, you know, it does look nice. But when you everybody's do, everybody's wearing it. <laughs> that's when it gets like you getting stupid. We tacky. need to do better, black. There are better combinations out there. Brothers learn how to tie a tie. They're really not that bad. And I'm not saying this as a a thing against you. No, no, no. It's okay. I, I, I I'm just saying in general, tie. we need to learn how to tie a tie. No, I, I learned how to tie a tie, and ugh, it can be different. Learn how to tie a bow tie. Be different. I wear bow ties. Freshman year, I was wearing a bunch of fucking bow yeah, ties. Be different. Learn how to do different knots. Be different. You know, Man. just stop doing the turtleneck gold chain blazer. Please, bro. I swear to God, I remember that. Do you remember when I sent you and everybody else like in the in the Group chat like a text saying like y'all want to come to Morehouse and come take a visit or something when y'all were looking for colleges, I think so. Yeah, like a while ago, <laughs> wow, while ago. I remember one dude came up from y'all class, came to visit Morehouse. Mm-hmm. He said, "Yeah, man, it's probably my top five. I said, and he just said like, "Can you be honest with me? How you like it?" I said, "If you don't want to pay the money, don't pay. Don't come here. <laughs> if you don't want to, you don't want to take out a bunch of student loans, don't come here. And then go follow where the money resides <laughs> and." Go where the money resides. Where the money resides. Where the money resides. And I and I was just being straightforward because I was just like, yeah. yeah. I mean, that's and what he, it is. And he and he tutored my brother, so I was just like, man, yeah, that's what it is. So I told him like, this is I'm having a good time here, but I'm not going to tell you this is the best school in the world. Mm-hmm. It's awesome. Yeah, like the, the the experience here is something that you won't get in a lot of other schools. But dude, the college system is the college system. At one point in time, we weren't even allowed to go to college. 
and we were and when we were allowed to go, there was a paywall, hundreds of thousand dollars for the elite only. So it's just like, just do what you got to do. Make yeah. make compromises like you can. Go where the funds are. Yeah. Actually, hold on. Let me go grab this one here real quick. Oh, you want me to entertain the people? Go ahead. Go ahead. All right. Yeah. <laughs> what are you? <laughs> that better make the cut. <laughs> I hope it does. That better make the cut. Oh my gosh. Steve's right? Okay. Okay. By the way, my mom has seen these videos. She has said, Your aesthetic looks horrible. I'm like, Well, shit. I'm trying to play cheap. We're trying to. <laughs> We're just starting, man. This cheap ass. See, this this was what $200,000 a deck get you. <laughs> Jordan A. Malone. Look at it. Look at this shit. See, I'm proud of this, but at the you same time. Be. I'm proud of this shit. I work really hard, but at the same time, uh, don't if you if you get a if you get a full ride scholarship to uh to whatever school you you want to go to, and it provides the same type of education or better, go for it. Yeah. I'm not gonna force you to go to somewhere you don't want to go to. That's all I gotta say. Mm-hmm. So, go where the money resides. You can find a quality you can find a quality education a lot of places. You can. All this elitist bullshit about Ivy Leagues are better or like this school is better. No, go go where you where you feel like you can be yourself and you can get good education. Because I'll tell you right now, sometimes at Morehouse, I was <laughs> I wanted to cuss out some of these professors. I swear to God, mm-hmm. that that but that that just happens. But yeah, yeah, man, I'm I'm proud of this. That man, the graduation ceremony was dope. I'll tell mm-hmm. you that. Did a whole podcast episode. I think the day afterwards with yeah. David. <laughs> that was a funny day. Mm-hmm. Funny day, a funny, a great week. Mm-hmm. I got my graduation coming up in seven weeks. Did you get certified? Like, did you get approved? <coughs> I'm still waiting on that. Yeah, that's good. That's good. I but uh, got to. I'm joining the order of the engineer sometime soon. <laughs> yeah, get some robes, candlelight, Sir Phillips. <laughs> no, it's just um, you get a ring, and what they used to do is um. They used to take the metal of a bridge that like failed and like killed hundreds of people. <laughs> what? Right? <laughs> what? Well, hold on. Let me, wait, let me wait, finish. Wait, 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 let me finish. Go ahead. Finish. Because okay. this is so they weird. used to take metal from a bridge that failed and then like killed hundreds of people. But like in the order of the engineer, you take an oath that says you promise to uphold the safety and welfare of the public, health, safety, and welfare of the public. And that metal is supposed to be a reminder of what can happen when we don't. That's properly do our job. I don't know how to feel about that because then I could just take this ring and be like, "Oh, this this killed somebody." <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know how to feel about it either. But I'm kind of like, okay, this is a good reminder to have on me physically. <laughs> Vengeance, but also, the, but also, yeah, also at the same time, like, is this ring haunted? This Technically, whole, <laughs> this whole ring, it's kind of like it's like Batman remembers their parents by getting the gun that killed his parents. Yeah, got the ring that killed all these different people. You're just like, mm, I'm here for vengeance. I don't think they do it anymore. It's probably just stainless steel rings. Probably, yeah. But they also, probably, there have been hundreds of bridges that failed. Yeah, and the metal <laughs> I for that was in the tons. So oh, sometimes was, bridge, uh, there was that one bridge I think in like Jacksonville, Florida, mm-hmm. and the, in in the the engineering of it was really bad. I think I can remember it was a news report. I'll mm. probably bring it up later on, but that that hit national news. And the people who the engineers who did that who were part of that man, they got fucked. Yeah, 
Rightfully so. Mm-hmm. They, they did not know what they were doing. The last time I know a major bridge class was like I. It was an inter, It was part of an interstate in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. It was like before I got into Morehouse. And they were trying to figure out my ACT scores. And they said, yeah. hey, sorry, man. Uh, we're going to have to go. Uh, some some bridge just collapsed in Atlanta. Yikes. Nobody got hurt. Nobody was killed. But apparently the only reason why it was caused that because crackhead started a fire under the bridge and then it collapsed. <laughs> <laughs> it was on national news. It was funny. It was the most Atlanta shit ever. And then I think he's in jail now. Has to be. <laughs> he has to. Because I was like, wow. That's arson. Because it caused years of 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 damage and mm-hmm. rebuilding and traffic. Yeah. <laughs> and traffic. that's the worst thing. Land that is the worst is thing. Awful. I know there was a, a bridge near Arkansas and Memphis that oh, I, um, had a crack in it. It wasn't even collapsing, but that crack was just so scary that they had to close off Cause all it never, traffic. Because it's been up there for hundreds of years, for like 100 years or something, and then the crack was just like... <gasps> Yeah, the Jesus crash. Yeah, no, that crack was scary. <laughs> but as an engineer, you just see stuff like you look at the world differently now, just because you have to. And like seeing that crack, I was like, that is frightening. <laughs> it scared them niggas from Arkansas more than Little Rock Nine. I'll tell oh. you that. <laughs> Days. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm. Oh my yeah. god. Racially motivated. <laughs> <laughs> Dear Lord Almighty, <laughs> good God Almighty, <laughs> damn! <laughs> Who are you? <laughs> I'm Jordan Malone. Good God Almighty. Sound like Drake's father off of um, Pound Cake. Good God Almighty, <laughs> God damn! Look at that ass. <laughs> you have struck out for the evening. <laughs> <laughs> we still no got more. Nah, um, <laughs> no. That's a scene in Medea's uh, Medea Homecoming on Netflix. Mm. You seen it? I've not seen Medea's Homecoming. There was a scene where he's like, "Man, I know everything going on because it was bad." <laughs> it was just like, like I, I talk a lot of shit about Tyler Perry in his movies, but sometimes like Medea just funny. I just be like, <laughs> she, the way he just drops his voice is like, "Man, I know that shit was bad." <laughs> it's like what? The- Tyler Perry is funny. He can be funny. He can be funny. He can cheap. A cheap motherfucker. But he can be funny. This is probably the last story I'll go off on. But mm-hmm. I remember, like, we were at Morehouse and Spelman. This person I was, like, chilling with at the time. And this was when, like, Tyler Perry was building a studio and he opened it. It's like, oh, my God, this is amazing. This is black excellence in the making. And I just said this thing. which was like, I'm happy for him. This is great. He's doing his own thing. I'm not going to take away anything from that. But, um. But you right now he's still cheaping out on his movies, <laughs> and then for sure, and, and, and they were like, "You're just a hater. You don't know what you're talking about." Fall from Grace came out. <laughs> we all know how that went. Jesus, <laughs> yeesh. Only time I, I like Jesus saved the shit. <laughs> Father, can you hear me? <laughs> Take me to the real God. <laughs> I I don't know what I watched. Good. What I went to, the I went fuck? To, um, <laughs> I went to our church had full service uh, for the first time in a f- few uh, years. Oh we? yeah, I went to that church. It was, it was it was a good time, man. Uh, I really enjoyed it. Gonzaga lost. What? <laughs> what? That's what I've been checking. I've been to checking who? To who? Arkansas. Ooh. That Arkansas team 
Pretty good though. What's the score? What was the score? Seventy four sixty eight. Oh man! Wow! <laughs> wow! Gonzaga. Auburn also lost. Oh, I know that they've been they've been lost. Wow! Let me check the score for uh, Gonzaga. Let me see it. Yeah, that's what I was doing on my phone. I was checking the college basketballs. Villanova beat Michigan, of course. Yeah, bro. How much did Chet Holgram had? <laughs> no, because at this point it's like. Oh, Drew Tim went pretty did nine of nineteen. Drew Timmy, Timmy McBuckets, bitch. <laughs> Timmy McBuckets. Let's see what Chet Holcomb had. Ooh, no. Well, I don't know. Eleven points, fourteen rebounds, five of nine shooting. Decent. Decent. Not enough. I'll tell you right now. Some of these other players: two of Lombard, two of eleven, three of ten from Bolden. Mm-hmm. I'm from Schroeder. Yeah, Drew Tim was. Yeah, that's that's uh, disappointing. <laughs> it's, uh, it's a little disappointing. That Gonzaga hasn't won a nat- Gonzaga is always like consistent number one, and then like consistently number one, and then gets bodied by a random team. Like uh, last year they went to the national championship, and they lost and to Baylor, and I'm just like. Y'all lost the Razor the Razorback. None to take away from the Razorbacks because the Razorbacks are a good team. I've seen them a couple games, but damn. Is Illinois still in it? Kofi Coburn. No, they lost. Oh no, I saw that game live. That that was a terrible play from Illinois. Kofi Cockburn. That's how his name is spelled, but they keep calling him Coburn on um. I call it Cockburn national TV. So I'm like, I'm a Coburn. Kofi Cockburn. Cock and burning. Coffee cock burn. <laughs> goes in for the slam. Oh, there goes coffee cock burn. That cock is burning. Ew. Wait, what? <laughs> that made no sense. <laughs> no, and somebody just comes to the side. What are you talking about? Literally. <laughs> I'm calling the game. What are you doing? What are you saying? I don't think you calling the game. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> that will not make the cut. <laughs> Actually, it might. I don't know. <laughs> yeah man How would you feel If an HBCU just No no we've we've seen that uh, Norfolk State made it all the way They made it far Norfolk State Yeah they made it far in the tournament Because they had Greg Monroe Oh yeah So yeah I would like to see an HBCU make a run In the tournament Get some if more they, respect Bro if they made it to the final four mm-hmm. Or like they made it to the championship Calling it right now. That shit. <laughs> that, you see so much bullshit. We're going to be all the way live. <laughs> all the way live. Tennessee State University. Now to, I know TSU made it to the tournament a few years back. They had to play Duke. Oh, you talking about Texas Southern? Am I talking about Texas Southern? I think Texas Southern. Lipscomb made it to the tournament yeah, a few years back. Yeah, because I haven't seen Tennessee State at all. Yeah. Lipscomb made the tournament a few years back. Had to play Duke. Yeah. yeah, that was a tough scene. It <laughs> <laughs> was a tough first game. Uh, I know uh, Lipscomb, it did all right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we weren't that great this year. We'll be better next. So I can't even say that. Yeah. We'll be better soon. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right. That is it. I'm here at the Midnight Drop. I'm your host, Jordan Malone. Thanks, Trey, for coming on in, bro. It's always great to have you here. Gang, gang. I would just got to hope you come in next week. 
<laughs> I, I don't know. We'll, we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. It doesn't matter. It's always great to have you here, bro. It's always great. But oh, probably a Friday. Yeah. Well, no Friday. Mm-hmm. No. But yes. But thanks for guys joining us. I know this wasn't a very eventful episode. It was more of a chill episode, but that's what we do here at the Midnight Drop. But yeah. I promise you, we got some more episodes coming on the way. Where we're going to be doing some more movie reviews, and we'll have them fast in a hurry. But be on the lookout for some more videos and for more audio episodes, as well as this one on all of our platforms. Follow us at official underscore TMD podcast. With that being said, again, I'm your host, Jordan. This is Trey. This is the Midnight Drop. Be safe, stay blessed, and stay you. Peace. Peace.